What's up, phony homies? On today's episode, we're talking about tight ends. We give you our standard ranks and our PPR rankings. And we discuss tight end sleepers, breakouts, and busts. We also answer your fantasy football questions. Are you ready? Let's go! Giancarlo Campos, and alongside me is my co-host, Dustin D.L. Lingaman. D.L., what's up, baby? What's up, man? How you living? Hey, man, are you excited about today's show? I am. I've been excited since last week. Oh, dude, I cannot wait for today's show. We start going into our rankings. But before we do that, the executive producer of the show, the one and only Andrew Valentine. What's up, Andrew? What's going on, guys? Uh, really excited to finally start getting back into the motion. We've obviously got football back. First week of preseason, so I'm truly excited that we're we're back on schedule again. It is the first uh, first week of preseason because uh, you know that Hall of Fame game doesn't really count. No, no one really plays unless your name's Josh Jacobs. Then you kind of do play a lot, which was weird for that game. Yeah, for that game. I don't think he's going to play a lot during the regular season. Really? Yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't. Oh, well, you'll have to find out where we rank him in our running back ranking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> as a reminder, you can follow the show on Twitter. Where, DL? At, on Twitter at TweetFFG. I almost did. I almost did. You run that account. I know. I got nervous. Well, well, if people jump on Twitter and they want to ask us a question, yeah. where and what can they use? What hashtag? Ask us FFG. Send those questions over. I can't wait for the season to ramp up because we get a ton of questions. We do. Year. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to answer them all. We do a really good job of answering. It's funny because you answer a question and I'll answer a question. And you can kind of tell like we're like varying on where yeah. we're at, but yeah. it's always fun. It's always fun. But uh, maybe you don't have Twitter. And if you don't, you can always send over email questions. DL, if somebody has an email question, where can they send that email question? They can email us at askusffg at gmail.com. We do occasionally get some of those. I think we get more email questions. Uh, we have some today. We can't wait to answer some yeah, of those. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's going to be good, good ones, too. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, the really one thing that ones. we don't get enough of, and please, 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 if you do have a voicemail question, we'll play it on the show, your lovely voices. Yeah. If they have a voicemail question, DL, what phone number can they call? Area code 708-655-4508. That is, uh, that's my cell phone number, and uh, I yeah. can't believe we give it out every show. No, I, I like it. And did you, well, hopefully, maybe this will help you out. No, dude. You know, not just help out your fantasy football game, but your actual game with the ladies. Ah, yes. I am a single bachelor, so hit me up. Uh, but yeah, and not only that, it's a lot easier than typing. It, it, dude, you're you know? not wrong. You, you just say what you wrong. feel. Mean what you say, hang up, have a nice day. That's Whoa. it. That's it. Hey, that was, that was what are you, a poet? That was on the spot. Hey, hey. Well, anyway. That was on the spot. All right, cool. As always, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And DL, smash that notification button. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on YouTube, IG, Facebook, on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere, honestly. TikTok. TikTok, dude, we're on TikTok. I can't wait. Seriously. We got some TikToks today. We got, oh, maybe a little preview. Yeah. In case you're not following us, which you should be. Yeah. We got new graphics. We got new commercials. Everything's yeah. new. New open, new clothes. Everything is new. You know, tell us what you guys think if you like our new graphics. Like, throw it in the comments, man. We'd like to see some comments on our YouTube live, or even if you're watching this at a later date, 
Let us know how we're doing. Yeah, or, hit us with the hashtag fresh, because I think we're pretty fresh yeah, now. Yeah, fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, also say uh, hashtag executive producer's doing an awesome yeah, job. Yeah, it's honestly a quick shout out to our executive producer. He's been killing it, because none of this could be possible without him. We're just the brains here, but he actually does everything else. So kind of. shout out to Andrew, kind of. Well, kind of, because you run the Twitter account. But yeah. <laughs> I love how we just have Andrew Valentine ready to go. Bam. So Andrew, promo, Andrew can you throw out a quick, uh, a quick shout out to all the other shows that you help run? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, obviously I run this show right here with the Fake Football Guys. I'm also doing Blow the Whistle, radio side, TV side. Uh, check us out. Uh, YouTube, X-Bomb Sports as well. And on Facebook too, we're simulcasting. We'll actually be going live today. We've got a lot to talk about. Some of the information we're actually talking about today a little bit and kind of a quick stuff. So why not, boys? Let's want to get right into it. Yeah, let's get yeah, right let's into it. it. Let's go, baby. All right, guys. Well, as always, we have another fantastic and jam-packed show for you. It is our tight end primer show. Our favorite rankings. Yeah. DL, honestly. but before we get into the rankings, oh boy, there is a again. lot of news in the NFL. Yes, there has been. And you're uh, wearing your uh, bear swag. Let's get started with what's happening here locally at home. Kick us off, DL. What's going on with the Bears? Oh, man, it, it, it's been kind of a shit show. I'm not going to lie. It's been kind of rough. Like, we all know that the Bears aren't going to do that the best this year, but now they're talking about, or Roquan Smith, the middle linebacker, was trying to work out a contract. It's not going in his favor. It's not really, really coming up to anything, so he asked for a trade. Yeah, he Roquan. could be gone. Roquan asked for a trade. Um, Dude, that letter he penned is oh, it's so good, incredible. It got me. Yeah, he got, got me too. Me. He tugged at all of our heartstrings. Basically, what he said was, "Hey, Ryan Poles, you don't know what you're doing. You're backloading these contracts and uh, de-escalation. Yeah, yep. basically, yep. if I don't meet certain markers, I'm gonna lose out on money. And none of the top 90 players in the NFL have that in their contracts. What are you doing here? Yeah, Ryan Poles is a smart guy. It sounds like." But also, it sounds like he's one of those take-it-or-leave-it kind of heavy-handed like kind of deal guys. Yeah, he, he, he reminds me of like my grandparents Ooh. where they would take me to like a Target or Walmart and was like, you got five bucks. That's it. I was like, well, this is like five ninety nine. Yeah. They're like, nope, five bucks. And I was like, all right. Hey, fine. man, you're good at managing your money now, though, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I worked am. out nicely. Worked out nicely. But I say pay the man. I, I feel like the Bears could build around him. But I know we were talking about this yesterday. If we could get, uh, I'm sorry, if the Bears could get a couple first round picks or first and second round picks for Roquan, by all means, let's go. See we you can later. Reset it. Yeah. What did I say? I'll, I'll help drive him there. Yeah. You could be in the passenger seat with me. So. Thanks a lot, McCaskies. Yeah, thanks You're ruining a lot. everything. God. <laughs> They're just following suit, just like Chicago always does. This That's is true. what they do all the time. Yeah, the, the Bears are going to Bears. That's what's going on here. It, it, this is it's Chicago going to Chicago at this yeah. point. Ooh. It we're, sucks. We're that far. We're like taking Cleveland. Dude, stuff. we are almost Cleveland Brown territory. Oh. Yeah. God that bless me. We're getting there. We're, we're really sliding down. I we think, don't we yeah. don't take on quarterbacks with a bunch of a, a sexual assault charges. So that's true. Ooh, that's true. What's the joke? Uh, I hope that the the casket carry people, the people who carry my casket, wear Bears jerseys, so the Bears can let me down one more time. That's Ow. that's how I feel. Woo. So ouch. But anyway, let's move on Ooh. over to other news. God, DL, what you hurt. got? That one hurt. <laughs> let's go over to another bear killer. Yeah, we're gonna go over to up north with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and this has been, you know, this was kind of fun uh, to see. But uh, basically, he does drugs. <laughs> he does lots of. Uh, he just high all the time. See what drug does he do? DL. 
Mushrooms. Hallucinogens. Oh, yeah, it was hallucinogens. It was ayahuasca. So basically, the, the news report was ayahuasca. And uh, what, what's the news? Is he going to get suspended? What's going on with it? Uh, so the NFL has said that since it actually can't be test, can't, since it can't come up positive on a test, he's actually not broken any violations. So as of right now, he's in the clear. I get a feeling, though, this is probably going to come up in the next CBA as to... <laughs> Yeah, where because this is the gray area of like yep. not cocaine and not all that other stuff, but it's also not marijuana, which is kind of like okay now. Yep, it's it's a weird kind of area. I yeah. don't know. I'm yeah. gonna call bullshit on it. I'm gonna call bullshit just because I hate him and I want him oh, to get geez. suspended. That's it. That's the that like that's my honest opinion. I just don't like you, Aaron Rodgers. You're doing drugs. You're setting a bad example for those kids out there. So screw you, brah. Uh, PMT and Big Cat had him on their show, and he had a fantastic interview. It was like 40 minutes long. I urge you guys to go watch it. It's the most recent thing if you just I have don't. an Aaron Rodgers interview. It was really good. Fuck um, honestly, the guy's a stud. He's killed our team. He crushes us all the time. That pass to Randall Cobb where Chris Connie fell, well, it's just etched in my brain. It's just burned in there, and it hurts all the time. But... Um, you know, I don't agree with him on some things, some of the anti-vax things, but that aside, he's kind of a likable guy, so... It is no, nice. I don't like him. Well, he's not right. I don't book. like him at all. And I, I we all have different bag. thoughts on ayahuasca, so I won't get into those. But let's get on to the other parts of the news. DL, what you got? <laughs> Sorry, that last one was good. Deshaun <laughs> Watson, um, who is now the QB for the Browns, which we broke that online. We did break it That live. was awesome. We did. Um, so far, he's been suspended for six games for now. Sure. But now the the pot's being stirred because Roger Goodell is pushing for a year ban, which I 100% agree. Uh, I think six games is a slap on the wrist considering all the other suspensions that have gone out for, I don't know, gambling, smoking weed. This dude like was violating human beings and that's not cool man yeah. not at all so I don't, I don't even know if your ban is strong enough yeah it's not really fantasy related but let's talk about it for a quick second Calvin sure. Ridley got suspended for a whole year for betting mm-hmm. $1,500 on his own team while he was hurt wasn't playing he couldn't throw the game he just bet on his own team okay $1,500 and he got suspended for the whole year yep meanwhile Deshaun's only getting six game ban let's talk about other guys Josh Gordon has missed entire seasons Season, because of marijuana multiple think seasons. about that because of marijuana he's not hurting anybody he's not doing anything mm-hmm. he's not offending anyone he's not you know doing anything egregious he's smoking marijuana which a lot of NFL players have like said that they do yeah they just kind of go get around the testing it's but, only affecting him yeah. in both cases it only affect the player didn't hurt anyone around him. Didn't it hurt the opposing team. Didn't it hurt like civilians or anyone. It literally was for their own benefit, if if any. Plaxico Burris shot himself in the leg <laughs> and missed more time oh than six games. Think about that. I forgot think about that. About that. He was in the club. Yeah, this guy was, and, and honestly, I think the Texans were in on a lot of what was happening. Mm-hmm. They had their own masseuses coming in. There's it's just a lot, a lot going on. And I think if like the NFL world really knew what was going on. I think uh, I think there would be an outrage. What do you think, Wombat? I mean, I in a way this does kind of affect fantasy because he's going to be out for six games as of yep. right now. So Brissett's going to be the starting quarterback at this point. Who knows how he's going to do? Where you draft him and all that stuff depends. And do you pick up Deshaun Watson when he does come back? Because he's been not he hasn't played for a year and a half, basically almost two years. So how much rust has been knocked off? And then. Do they trade for another quarterback? And sure. then if he appeals or he sues the league, 
they could get a stay, which means he could absolutely play week one until Correct. all the lawsuit stuff is settled. So there's a lot of stuff weighing on this, but I think the NFL is right. They, the, uh, Sue Robinson, the arbitrator, said egregious, and uh, I forgot the the behavior or whatever, but predatory behavior. Predatory. Yeah, you yep. use that kind yep. of language? Yep. I'm sorry, you're banned. In my opinion, you're banned. Yeah, he should be banned the whole year, at the very least. But let's say he plays. Are you drafting him? Oof, man. Are you going to draft him? I've drafted my share of, of shit bags, you know, shit bags <laughs> drunks, unfortunately, woman beaters. I've drafted my share of scumbags. And uh, am I drafting Deshaun Watson? You bet your ass I'm drafting oh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I will probably draft him. I mean, let's be real. Like, oh. like he'll probably be my backup. And I'm in 11 leagues, dude. Like, well, I'm saying if like, he's there late, like, and he's going to play. Like, if he plays, it sucks to say, but, like, it, it's a business, man. I mean, Just if like he's NFL. there at the end, like, the last round and no one's I'm going to grab him. Yeah. Because it's not really hurting you. You better grab him before he grabs you. So, <laughs> I guess he'd be a nice stash player, you know. But nice stash. Good luck yeah. to anybody who drafts him. If you draft him high, I've, yeah, you're screwed. If you draft him high, you're I, idiot. all to you. You're but you better get ready to take a beating by your friends. If somebody drafts him high, or like really early, you better go trade that with that guy, whoever, yep. whoever. That's like the indicator of the guy that doesn't know fantasy. Yeah, first year, yeah. first year mistakes. Yeah, let's move on to the next bit of news, Dio. Okay. Uh, the next bit of news, Jakeem Grant for the Browns yep. tore his ACL and is out for the season. This was a huge blow. Yeah, it sucks. This Kill sucks. his injury. There's a few leagues. Um, and, and before we get into the fantasy football, you know, shout, shout out to Jakeem Grant. He was a great bear. And, and prayers up for Jakeem Grant. Um, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Uh, he's one of the best return men in the league and one of the best to ever do it. Let's be real. And there's a lot of leagues where you get return yardage. Um, you know, he was going in some drafts. Um, it sucks to see and sucks to hear that he got hurt like that. Um, you know, we, we wish for him a speedy recovery. Hence, this is a really good point, though. I'm glad we're talking about this now because this is why you do not draft early. Yes. You got to wait till after the camps are over before you draft. Or as close to the end as possible. As, as possible. Like maybe the last game in the... Like the third, after the third game. Because yeah. the fourth game, no one plays. Ex the well, third there is game. no fourth yeah. game anymore. Yeah, that's true. There's only three. You're 100% right. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but case in point, why? So, moving on. Makai Becton for the Jets fractured his kneecap and is out for the year. Could you I you fracture a kneecap. Dude. Think about that. Think how much pain that is. Some people say that his career will never be the same again. I you know what? I probably agree with them. Yeah. This is a much improved Jets line too. Yeah. One that people huge. were excited about. They were one of the worst last year in the NFL and now this year they've done a lot. Dude, they've spent a lot of that. money to improve it. Yeah, and they got Brees Hall. It sucks. From it sucks, and, and again, shout out to Makai Becton. You know, hope for a speedy recovery as well. Um, from a fantasy perspective, it sucks for Brees Hall, mm -hmm. running back that I was super hopeful for. A guy that I think is going to start going at the end of the second round. He's kind of shifted and he started moving up from the fourth round all the way to the third. I think by the time that we go to draft in two, three weeks, he's going to be a late second, early third round pick. This Makai Becton injury does affect him, though. It does hurt. I mean. I could see that, but I still think they're doing a runk mini. Um, and mm -hmm. right now on the unofficial charts, he's listed as an RB3. Behind Michael Carter? Mm -hmm. And who's the other? Do you know who else? Do we know who else he's listed behind by chance? Uh, right now, it's Michael Carter and I don't know the other Jets yeah. running backs. Yeah, exactly. He, I think the Jets are very rough. I will say this is bad for Zach Wilson, too. So yeah. if you need like a backup QB at some point and he's available and he's like the only option, not looking good right now. Not. So... Garrett Wilson is still a plus, I would say, but Zach Wilson's going to have a tough time. Yep. Yep. Covering his blind side, too, so sucks. But, yeah. You know, CD recovery, hopefully, for uh, Makai Becton. 
But DL, yeah, let's get to our ranks. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. I All right, awesome, ready. awesome. But before we get started, yes, I do want to give the viewer uh, some, you know, some good notes, some tight end notes. We did a lot of research going okay. into this episode. Okay, sure. Um, DL, I think some of these are going to surprise you. Okay. Okay, the first note I have for you. In PPR, Andrew, Mark Andrews scored 92 more points than the tight end three last year. Actually, I, I knew that. I did know that because I had him. Tight end three was Dalton Schultz. Think about that. Okay, the separation between tight end one and two from three is colossal. The yeah. next little bit of information I got for you, the viewer, is in the last three years, Travis Kelsey outscored tight end three in PPR by 57 points. Woo. Think about that. That's a lot okay. of points. Well, man. wait till you hear about 2020. Okay. okay. And, and Kelsey would finish number two last year. In 2020, he outscored tight end number three by 136 points. Damn. 136 You know what? Points. It was when they played the Chargers and he just like ran bananas. That's where he got them all. Yep. That in, game. In 2019, he outscored tight end number three by 33 points. That's and in 2018, he outscored tight end three by 36 points. So he's just consistently getting better every year. He's consistent. Getting and, older, but better. But it, it goes to show you that you might want to reach for your number one and number two tight end. Yeah. But Be not number three. You know, because honestly, like we, we said this last year, the tight ends, it's a wasteland. Like it, it's really like there's, which we'll get to like who we feel are like your top five. Mm -hmm. But after those five, it's roll of the dice. It is. Honestly, it really is. It, it like, really you is. You never know what can happen. So. Uh, another really important stat, DL. Are you ready? I'm ready. Targets are crucial. Just how crucial are they? In the last six years, all tight ends that finished in the top five either led in targets or were second on their team in targets, except for one time. Hmm. That one time was Robert Tunyon in 2020 when he caught 11 touchdowns. So you either have to be one or two in targets to finish in the top five on your team. Wow. Think about that. Think about that. And the whole team. And so the whole team. Let's put that in perspective because yep. literally they have to catch more than the wide receivers, yep. one, two, and three. Running backs. And running backs. Yep. They just have to finish in the top two in targets. That's nuts. That's insane. But that just goes to show you. So if there's a tight end out there and you're looking and you're like, oh, should I pick this guy or that guy? Just look at their receivers and their running backs and yep. ask yourself, are they going to finish one or two in targets? And take the guy who is. Yeah. And understand what kind of offense they actually are running. Yeah. Right? Making sure that you're not picking a tight end that's literally used Run. to block. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. Good point. The last little bit of uh, info I got for you. Okay. In PPR, over the last five seasons, 50% of the top five tight ends were drafted in round 12 or later. What? Yep. So that's a pool of 20 tight ends over the last five seasons. So I take 20 of the best performances from the last five seasons, and half of them were drafted in round 12 or later. Damn. Think about that. That's crazy. Man. That means you either get the number one, two, or three tight end, or you mm -hmm. draft somebody really late. Which, to be perfectly honest, I usually draft my tight ends late. I'm not going to lie. I don't, but I get it. I mean, it depends. Yeah. Like, if a certain, which we'll get to, but a certain tight ends, if they're on the board, yeah, I'm going to snag them. Yeah. You know, anyways. Anyways, I'll uh, blow it. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's get to I'm our ranks. Off. All yeah. right, all right, all right. All right, we'll get started with my standard rankings, and then we'll go over to your standard rankings. Okay. Cool. And, and you're starting with what number? I'm starting with number 20. Okay. Okay. My 20th ranked tight end in standard is Tyler Higby. Now, Tyler Higby plays in a high-powered offense with a lot of mouths to feed, so I think... 
you could go the entire draft and not have to take him. I think he's a waiver wire ad. But I got him ranked at 20. Okay. My 19th tight end overall is Robert Tunyon. The aforementioned Robert Tunyon. The Green Bay tight end. Uh, he's been participating in training camp, and Aaron Rodgers loves him. Looks like he's healthy again. I don't think you have to draft him either. I think he'll be a good waiver wire ad. My 18th ranked tight end is David Njoku. Now, I, uh, I don't know. Every year I think he's going to break out <laughs> for the last six years. Yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah, I was going to say that. Maybe this year? I don't know. But again, this is another tight end that you don't have to draft. I think he's a waiver wire ad. This next one's going to be fun to pronounce. Albert O. Albert Ukwembuna? Okumbuenuma? Wow. Albert O. That was, that was, and that that's was, JC. That, that was, that's not even that, me. In the next compilation I'm making, that's going right in there. So. Go, go for it. Okwebunum. Okwebunum? Okwebunum. Albert O, as he goes he goes by Denver's tight end. <laughs> completely ignore me. He had, no worries. <laughs> I got to keep going. He's talented, and he has a really good QB, finally. He's got Russell Wilson thrown to him. Another quarterback, or another uh, tight end that I don't think you have to draft. I think he's a waiver wire ad. My number 16th. Tight end is Gerald Everett. This huh. is the guy that always finds himself on my teams. I don't know why I always seem to pick him up and stream there. him. He's just sitting there. Because he sucks. It's <laughs> well, well, Gerald, if you're watching, we're sorry. We don't. No, think, I don't think you hard. suck, bro. I don't think you suck. Those are rookie numbers, well, he bro. Plays for, Step he, up. he plays for the Chargers now, and they use their tight ends. Um, last year, the Chargers tight ends earned 137 targets. Everett is in line for a big chunk of those, and he has some solid upside. Yeah. He's I like a wide he, receiver that plays tight end. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But you don't have to draft him either. I think he's a waiver wire ad. Yep. He's going to be there for you to yep. grab. My 15th, no over- <laughs> My 15th overall tight end is the Minnesota Vikings tight end, Irv Smith. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. He could see uh, five total targets. He has a chance at it, an outside shot, at five targets a game in an improved offense. I think he's an end of the draft flyer. But you could probably pro- uh, add him in free agency as well. That's how I feel about Irv Smith. Irv Smith. My 14th overall tight end is Evan Ingram. This is a guy that, honestly, every year I think I see him and I'm like, ooh, he's so talented. He could break out and he just never seems to do it. I think his best year was his rookie season. On the uh, Giants. But here's my reasoning, okay, why he's 14th overall. Okay. Two words. Doug Peterson. Now, he's been the most tight end friendly head coach in the NFL for years, with 30% of his team's targets going to the tight end. He has a chance to have a serious bounce back year and finish in the top 10. That is Evan Ingram. I think you could probably take him in the, ter- the 13th round or later. I'd rather take Dan Ar- Arnold. Wow. His backup. Wow. Yep. Well, I did that. Hater. I can't believe he even knew who that was. That's because we yeah, looked it up a, before. I, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. He's pretty athletic, though. Oh, was it Darnold to Arnold? Darnold to Arnold. Or that was, that that was, was a good <laughs> connection. It was. All right. The 13th overall tight end in my rankings is Dawson Knox, Buffalo Ooh, tight end. That low? Here's, okay. here's why I'm so low on yeah. him. He's touchdown dependent. Curious. And he's likely to see a regression to the mean this year. I think he got a lot of touchdowns last year. So I got him going in the 12th round. Feel safe taking him about that late. Yeah, because there was also... Who's who's the other wide receiver on Buffalo right now? Davis. Gabriel Davis. Isaiah McKenzie. He got hurt today. And, Today? Uh, camp, yeah. Oh, never mind. We don't, know the, we don't know the injury. We don't know, so we'll wait to report anything, but he did get hurt. Ah, oh, that sucks. Okay. My 12th tight end is Pittsburgh tight end, Pat Fryermuth. Muth. He's a decent tight end, but he's pretty athletic. I got him going in the 11th round. I'm kind of shocked about that one, too. Yeah, I am well, shocked about I that think, one, but go you know, ahead. 11th round is a good place to take him. Yeah. We go to my 11th tight end, a guy that isn't pretty, but he gets it done. Miami tight end, Mike Kosicki. 
He's solid. You could take him in the 10th round and be happy. Didn't they trade it? No, it was... Never mind. Go ahead. Nope. They didn't trade and it. now Adam DL? Shaheen they just traded. It wasn't? What? Adam Shaheen. That's oh, Adam Shaheen. Adam Shaheen. Traded. I yeah. always get... Former Chicago Bears. Yeah. Guess, guess where he went. Adam Shaheen. Guess that where was, he went. That was Pace's Pits. pet project. To the Texans. Oh, God. Would love it. Could you imagine if he, I can't believe he had value. If he goes off Dude, this oh, year... Man, baby don't. Gronk, stop. I can't believe we no. even called him that. Don't. They did. They called him Baby Gronk. Yeah. I remember watching his highlight film over and over. I'm like, oh my God, he's we playing got against little tight boys in like Division Three. Is what and did his you expect? Were huge. Yeah, yeah. He Anyways. was at Division Two school, like playing running back and tight end, and he had like 15 touchdowns or whatever. Insane. And then he I will comes say, here Ryan he can't do anything in the red zone. Ryan Pace did have a knack for finding diamonds in the rough. He found a couple, but he was not one of them. It's true. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And now it's time for my top ten. Top ten. My 10th overall tight end will come as no surprise to the people in this room. Chicago Bears tight end Cole Komet. Yeah, buddy. Now, Cole Komet, he ranked 8th in targets last year with 93. Mm -hmm. So he ranked in the top 10 in targets. He was 11th in target share at 17.7% and 12th in receiving yards with 612 yards. Believe it or not, the Bears have less weapons this year than last year now that Allen Robinson and Jimmy Graham are gone. I'm banking on Luke Getze finding ways to actually use Komet this year and have a breakout year. Cole Komet. I think uh, you should feel safe drafting him in the ninth or 10th round. Yeah. And, you know, like he has better chemistry with Justin Fields too, does. right? He does. Um, he is number one on the unofficial death chart. So yep. I like that call. Yep. That's a good call. Thanks. My number nine tight end is Zach Ertz for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss a chunk of the season. And it'll help benefit Zach Ertz early. But once D-Hop returns, there's going to be a ton of mouths to feed. Yes. So think about it. Do you know all the mouths he's got, they got to feed? They got DeAndre Hopkins there, Hollywood Brown, Rondale Moore, A.J. Green, and Trey McBride, to name a few. So because of that, he's at number nine for me. I think you should feel comfortable drafting Zach Ertz in the ninth round. Okay? We go Zach to number Ertz may eight. actually move up because let's not forget, Marquise Brown did get arrested. Yeah, that's true. So there you might AJ be up Green. on that list a little bit more. True. I feel like you can fade AJ Green. I, I that's don't fair. think that's fair. I'm just naming some guys. Oh, okay, go ahead. Some mouse. Go ahead. Go ahead. Number eight is Detroit tight end TJ Hawkinson. He's finished at tight end seven the last two years in a row, which is awesome. But Detroit has more mouths to feed as well. He's competing with Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams, and DJ Chark now. And the glowing reports at a training camp are that DJ Chark is tearing, is tearing it up. up. Yep. Yeah, he's killing it right now. They're all killing it as far as Which, I've heard. Which, once again, the Bears had a shot at DJ Chark. Yep, he was a free agent, and they didn't get him. Okay. Never I, shocks me. Yeah, me either. Bears are going to Bears. I feel comfortable drafting TJ Hawkinson in the eighth round. We go to number seven, Philadelphia Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard. He finally broke out last year, and it's because Ertz was gone, and yep. he became the primary tight end in Philly. He could finish a bit higher than 7th if he gets the same target volume as he did from Week 7 onward last year. However, right. with A.J. Brown yeah. now in Philly, it'll be interesting to see how they use him. I feel comfortable taking Dallas Goddard between the 7th and 8th round. You know what's funny? Your rankings are coinciding with the what round you would take him at. 7th it gets, it round. Gets it gets tricky. Okay. All right, okay. here we go. My number 6th overall tight end is my tight end darling from last year 
and this year, Dallas Cowboys tight end. How Dalton did you, Schultz. Wait, wait, how did you get Dalton Schultz last year? How did you get him? I traded for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's Who only did in your you league. trade that's for? That's only in your league. No one else was, was high on him. I, was, I don't care about any your I other le- leagues. I, I, I care about my league that I traded you Everyone for. only cares about their league. But we care that's about right. your league, the listener. We care about yeah. it. Again, number six is Dalton Schultz. Since Michael Gallup is still recovering from an ACL tear back in January, okay, can you name the second and third wide receivers on the Dallas Cowboys? Can anybody in the room name the second and third wide receivers on the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, Gallup. Not, not off the top of my head. Okay. Those are James Washington and Jalen Tolbert. Oh, and yeah, James, James Washington, Washington got hurt. is out now, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. a lot more targets for Schultz. So think about that, okay? Yeah. That's my true. boy Dalton Schultz finished in the top five last year and has a serious chance to finish in the top three now that Amari Cooper is gone. Amari Cooper accounted for 137 targets last year. That is 137 wow. targets that are up for grabs. And who's going to grab them? Dalton motherfucking Schultz. <laughs> I feel comfortable taking Dalton Schultz. Lamb, or watch so. Tolbert all of a sudden no, comes on no, the no, scene. And we're what talking about him on week two <laughs> waiver wire pickups. Because he's it's, just I said target. it's either him or CeeDee Lamb at this point. Oh, yeah. CeeDee Lamb's going to be working a with a bunch of scrubs until Michael Gallup's 100%. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb's going to have a monster year. But they're going to they're gonna bracket cover him, and there's going to be two guys on him at all times. Yeah. And the middle's going to be wide open for Dalton Schultz. And that's what you want, especially yeah. in a PPR league, which yep. we'll get to in a little bit. Yep. I feel comfortable taking Dalton Schultz in the fifth round. Okay. My fifth overall tight end is Darren Waller of the Oakland Raiders. He accounted for 24% of the team's targets last year, and that's going to change now that Devontae Adams is on the squad. And what's the, the other wide receiver? Help me. Devontae Adams? No, not Devontae Hunter Adams. Renfro. The guy. The white dude. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Well, yeah By the way, uh, JC, yeah. they're in Las Vegas, remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. I do it all the time, too. I, Don't I worry about but, it. Myself. But the, the point being is, like, before they had Devontae Adams, all they had was one It was Hunter receiver. Renfro and, and Tyreek Edwards, and a, or not Tyreek, Tyrell Edwards and a Brian Edwards. And then all their guys got arrested. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, so while there was only yeah. last hope, I mean, so. they kicked off the team. Coach can't stop think, emailing people. I think he's relevant. I think, yeah, I would. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I keep jumping in. You do. You got to yeah, stop. Anyway, Darren, Darren Waller. I got a fourth round um, price tag on him. Oh, okay. Darren Waller. My number four tight end Andrew's in favorite. my standard rankings is George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers. Honestly, the best ability is availability. You know who said that? Who? The great Brian Dawkins said it. He's probably the most oh. talented tight end in the NFL. But his injury concerns and inexperienced QB are a little concerning. Mm-hmm. I probably won't draft him myself. But don't quarterbacks... He's got a fourth round price tag. Quarterbacks usually have that security blanket of a tight end. They do. So, interesting. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not the biggest, you know, fan. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. But I love George Kittle. My number three tight end and could finish in the top two is Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons. He finished top five in yards, targets, yards per catch, yards per routes run, and average depth of target, and explosive play rate. I have a third to fourth round price tag on Kyle Pitts. Third to fourth. Okay, I like that. Late third, early fourth. Yeah. Yeah. My number two overall tight end is my boy, Baltimore Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. The beast. He averaged 17.5 points per game in fantasy last year. And now, Marquise Hollywood Brown is playing in Arizona. And his only competition for targets is Rashad Bateman. I think he's a safe second round pick to early third round pick. Consistent. Consistent, consistent. And he's the guy. Yeah, he is. Far and away. He's the guy. He's the only guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. He knows the system. And he yeah. stays healthy, dude. Yep. Like he really does. Smart. Knows exactly where to stand in zones and, and catch ball. So he's he's a beast. My number one overall tight end should come as no surprise. Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been number one for you know a few seasons now. With Tyreek gone, I expect him to finish as the number one tight end in football. He's a safe first round draft pick. Okay. And that is my standard ranks. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Now we go over to DL's standard yeah. ranks. DL, you ready? I am ready. All right, DL, what you got for us? Okay, so a lot of I'm I'm just gonna talk about a few guys because sure. I don't want to go back over every single sure. one that I have because we kind of, you know, I would say agree on most of it. The ones okay. that I felt like we really didn't was Gerald Everett. He's my twentieth guy. Oh, 20th pick. Okay. So you disagree just, on Gerald Everett. I, I do because okay. I, I just, I, I didn't see the talent there. He's a little on the smaller side. Um, I mean, you are right with the, the chargers, but once again, the chargers have a lot of mouths to feed. So I don't really see him getting a lot of production. I think he could average what the average says right there about 4.8 points. So I would say roughly like five points in the standard league. I, I would avoid him. I wouldn't. I just wait. No one's gonna draft him. You can probably pick him up when you actually have that bye week. He might be good at that point. But other than that, eh, I don't think so. Um, pretty much everyone else, I put Fairmouth up a little bit higher, uh, just because I feel that you know Mitch Trubisky when he did play for the Bears, you mean a little worse. I had him a little higher than you did. You did? Yep. Oh, okay. A little yeah, lower. JC had him at like 12. You yeah, have him 12. lower. Oh. Which makes sense because if Trubisky really is going to be his quarterback, it ain't going to be pretty. Exactly. That was that was going to be my point. Unless Kyle, unless, but actually Kenny Pickett should probably start, which it should get better. Yeah. Um, you know, Fairmouth, like I said, it, it, he's he's got the hands. He's got those strong hands, but it depends on like who the quarterback is. Therefore, I'm not trusting him as much as I typically would. So those are the only difference I saw in the first 20. My next, what, 15 through, I don't know, 10? 11, I mean. Um, I put, I, I was shocked. I didn't see Hunter Henry on your list. I did not put him on my list. And why was that? I'm just not a big fan of him. I just think that there are other tight ends with better opportunities. Especially with the reports coming out from Patriots camp. I don't know if you guys heard, Mac Jones is struggling. Is he? Yeah, yes, I heard they, that. Because everything I've heard, it's like from five different like national reporters they're having a tough time getting the offense down. Mac Jones is frustrated, and I think a lot of it's because they don't have this coordinator thing designated. Like, everybody's calling plays. Oh. Like, it's it's Matt Patricia calling offensive plays. Joe Judge is calling offensive plays. Everybody's doing it, and I think he's getting frustrated, and it's causing problems. Interesting. I don't really that want Matt Patricia doing okay. anything other than calling defensive plays. So, yeah, so. I would say, like, for me, I would say from 11 through 20, don't you don't have to worry about really drafting them because I feel like they're going to be around. I feel like these are the ones that will probably add value. Cole Komet, um, I know you had him at 10. I had him at 11. The only reason why I have him at 11 is for standard leagues, right? Because yep. I don't – with standard, it's all about how many yards they get after the catch versus, you know, PPR, which is point per reception. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I put him at 11. You'll see in my other one. What do you one, got, number 12? Number 12, <laughs> I got Albert. Olga Jokey. Olga Ben. Albert O. That motherfucker. I got him. Uh, I don't. I can't even. You can't even make fun of me. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oguay Boonum. Oguay Boonum. Okay. Oguay Boonum. Albert, I promise you I'll work on it, Albert. I know you're watching. Albert, I'm just going to call you Albert O. 
Because I, you and me Fine. both know I can't do it. I don't expect much at this point. <laughs> okay. So yeah, just moving on. We'll we'll go to uh, ten. My top ten, right in there. Okay. So Dawson Knox, da- Dawson, not Dawson, Dawson's Creek. See, caught it. Dawson Knox. Um, I put him at number ten because I feel like you're right. I think he's going to regress. I think there's a lot more options. Um, for Josh Allen to actually target and get involved with the game. So I don't think he's going to be that breakout tight end that he was, what, like two years ago? Because last year he didn't have the best year. Um, and I, I feel like, yeah, there's there's too many mouths to feed. He's not really going to be the highlight of the offense. I think he's going to be like one of those bailout at the last second uh, to get that first yard. Uh, Zach Ertz, I think, is going to have a really good first half until D-Hop comes back. Um, we will see Dallas Goddard, which I'm really excited about because he did have such a great year last year. Um, I think that continues. Um, any word on Jalen Mills, how he's doing in camp? I haven't really seen Hurts. anything. Jalen yeah. Mills is still in here. Shit. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Mills plays corner, and I think he's retired at this point. Uh, okay, Jalen Hurts. It sounds like he, last time I heard, it sounds like he's having a good connection with the offense. Him and oh, no. A.J. Brown are clicking, and Devonta Smith really likes him, so... I don't know how I, I'm assuming Goddard's going to be that third wide receiver playing in for them because yeah, he can play I, out in the slot too. I follow Clay uh, Harbor on Twitter and he's been at training camp for the Bears and then went to training camp for the Eagles in that order. And he was saying good things about the Bears offense. But as soon as he got to the Eagles um, training camp, he said that it's like like night and day difference between the Eagles and the Bears and that the Eagles look a lot further ahead in their offense than the Bears do. That makes so sense. I think, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to have a monster year this season. A monster year. Oh, he was huge last year. Yeah, I think like, he's going to have a better You turned season. me on to him last yep. year. Yep. But, like, honestly, like, fantasy purpose-wise, he's up there for one of the top. And he's got games. more weapons now. So oh, I yeah. think, I really think the Dallas Goddard train is in motion now. And I think, I really, really do think he has a chance to finish in the top five or six. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And pretty much, I mean, we can go to the next graphic we have, but we were dead on pretty much the same. Yep. yep. Um, so I'm not, I mean, I, I, I'm really excited about Kyle Pitts this year. Yeah. I think he's going to, I mean, he had a, an amazing rookie year, and I think it's just going to get better. So um, other than that, I agree with everything JC said for once. For once. So. First time ever. 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 Well, we got PPR ranks for those PPR uh, fantasy players, and we'll bring you those ranks as well as our sleepers, breakouts, and bus. And finally, your mailback questions after these short messages. Another player that's not currently part of a rebuild is Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris Godwin suffered a huge setback of the major injury as he tore his ACL, which is super unfortunate considering he was going to be, he's in line to be a free agent. Um, but some lucky team will invest in him and hope that he recovers and, you know, returns back to his 2019 form. I honestly think that Chris Godwin has a stronger possibility coming to the Bears. Ooh, I okay. really do. Um, you know, I think the next guy might be. We'll talk about him in a moment. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. All mm-hmm. right. Um, I'm a big fan of Chris Godwin. I think he's great. I think, you know, in Tampa Bay, there's a lot of mouths to feed, a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. And I think if he goes to a team like the Bears, mm-hmm. right, or a team that's, like, just hurting, maybe even – well, Tennessee, if they got rid of Julio, it might be a good fit. It's, I mean, honestly, Tampa's a great team where Aaron Rodgers could just slide right in and be great. So. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it 
he's affordable. I, I think he's going to... Especially off of ACL tear. It's like a free year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, teams are going to, like, line up, and he's going to have more... I mean, not as much as, like, Devontae Adams, but I think he's going to have a little bit more say of his guaranteed money, mm-hmm. how long it is, and all that fun stuff. Welcome back, phony homies. By the way, that's the new name for our viewers. I like it. You like it? The, we're the fake football guys. We're fake. If you are phony. Yeah, you guys are the phony homies. homies. No, you're homies of the phony guys. You know, we're like the, the phony homies. Oh, gotcha. You know, because we're okay. fake football guys, fantasy football. So that's that's their name. So welcome back, fo- welcome uh, back. phony homies. Wearing a t-shirt for you guys. Yeah, we, dude, we should. We should. We should. I've been talking about it. You have? Yeah. All right, well. I got, some, I got some people on it. You got people? Well, I, I have some people. It wasn't the guy that made the graphic that... Hey, man. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But anyway, it's time for our it's PPR. It's a weird time to have break. that conversation. Dude, you don't want to know about this graphic. This, <laughs> this graphic was so bad. He was dead set on having a new graphic. It didn't like, look that oh, bad. Yeah, this should be your it logo. It didn't look that like, bad. Dude, it looked like Mork and Mindy, dude. I was like, JC's just mad because <laughs> we got, uh, next show, we'll show the graph. Yeah, we'll next show. We'll show it. Can you email it to him? I bet you he could get it up. Oh, I could. Yeah, okay, there you go. Cool. While, while we go into our PPR ranks, I'll show. We'll show you how good Andrew is. He'll get this this graphic up. You you guys will see this. Let us know when you got it ready. But anyway, let's go over to our PPR rankings. Uh, reminder that PPR is points per reception. Uh, a lot of people are now you know using this as their standard. Um, basically, for every reception, every time you catch a ball, you either get half a point or a full point. So, Quick question before you sure. start. Yeah. Which you like better, standard or PPR? I like PPR more. Ooh. I like anything that you can separate. Like the great from the mediocre. Yeah, kind of evens the table. I agree with yep, that. Yep, that's, I like that's I'm more of a PPR yeah. kid myself. The best players get the most points. Yeah. That's how it should be. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to reward mediocre. That's just me. Exactly. So, all right, let's get started. My 20th overall tight end is the Denver Broncos tight end, Albert O. Pretty simple. My 19th ranked tight end is Robert Tunyon. My 18th ranked tight end, Cleveland tight end, David Njoku. My 17th tight end, is Tyler Higby. Now, important to note, I flip-flopped Tyler Higby and Albert O for PPR. I just think Tyler Higby will catch more balls. Good targets. Yep. Yeah. My 16th ranked tight end is Irv Smith of the Minnesota Vikings. My 15th ranked tight end is Gerald Everett. I flip-flopped Gerald Everett and Irv Smith just because I think Gerald Everett will catch more balls. We go over to my 14th overall ranked tight end in PPR. The 14th ranked tight end is Evan Ingram. So no change. 13th ranked is Dawson Knox. My 12th ranked is Mike Kosicki of Miami. And my 11th ranked is Pat, Pat Firemuth. So I just basically flip-flopped Pat and Kosicki for PPR. Now we go to 10. My 10th overall tight end for the Chicago Bears is Cole Komet. My 9th ranked tight end is Zach Ertz. My 8th ranked tight end is TJ Hawkinson. At 7th, I got Dallas Goddard. And at 6th, I got Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz in PPR has a chance to finish in the top four. I really, really do. I think he'll catch that many balls. My fourth-ranked tight end is George Kittle. My third-ranked tight end is Kyle Pitts. My second-ranked tight end is Mark Andrews. And number one overall is Travis Kelsey. Do you have thoughts? Yeah, I mean, 
Not a lot different. Not a lot honest. different, right? Like your top five is pretty much your top five, and there's a reason. So yeah. that's a good point to bring up, though, regardless if it's standard or PPR. Those are the top five guys for sure. 100%. Um, yeah, I would say with any standings, especially going between the two, there's like a slight difference here and there. It just depends on the quarterback and the target. So that's another thing that you definitely want to take in consideration. Yeah, I definitely think in a PPR league, Travis Kelsey could be a top 10 pick easily in a PPR league. He's just that good. Um, as well as Mark Andrews. Those two guys, you could feel comfortable drafting Mark Andrews in the second round. Um, this guy was a fifth-round pick last year, and now he's entrenched in the second round because yeah. he's going to catch a ton of balls, and that's the name of the game in PPR. A lot of balls. Yep, lots of balls. DL, of balls. we jump over to your PPR Oh, rankings. man, I was trying to find the graphic. Oh, you're taking forever, my guy. I'll, I'll find it for you. Don't worry. Oh, I found it. I found it. All I found right, it. Cool. Okay. Well, while you do that, yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I think it's important to note that uh, I'm going to beat you this year in fantasy. Who's the champion of your league? <sighs> For what year? The year that you were dead last or this, last this year? Last year. This oh, last year, recent year. When you finally like decided to play? The most um, recent year. Who's the champion? That was you, but that, how many other leagues did you win? Two. It was just ours. No, it was I just ours. Play it back. Play, play it back. back. It was just ours. Play it back. I Run it back. One other league. I, I lost I two championship games, though, which hurt. Yeah, like which your hurt. mama. Anyways. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump over yeah, to get, Dustin's PPR it. ranks. DL, who you got? So, starting off with my PPR, I got that shitbag Robert Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is because he plays for the Green Bay Packers. It's not just that, but, like, honestly, like, um, Aaron Rodgers, like, he gets he will spread the ball around. And there was a couple times Robert Tanya dropped the ball. And as we have alluded to before in this show – that if you start messing up with Aaron Rodgers, all of a sudden he fades you like last year's T-shirts. Great. I, I heard of that, that saying before. I remember that saying. Yeah, last, well. year's last year's T-shirts. t-shirts. Or, or this one, you're dead me like last that, summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last year. I'm you're, gonna, no, you're like last summer. You're I'm going to make a book of just all your, <laughs> your sayings. Last year's, he's like last year's T-shirts. All right, cool. Yeah, I like that. That could that's, be a T-shirt. That's all right, one. all right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, pretty much there, there wasn't a huge change, um, to be perfectly honest. All of these guys, 16 through 20, I wouldn't even waste your time trying to draft them in your draft. I would, you know, if you're desperate, these might be some options for you. Maybe Noah Faint um, would be a, a good one to put on your bench, maybe? Yeah, I'm not really running know. to draft any of these guys. These yeah. guys are all waiver wire ads. Yeah. All right, moving on. Streamers. So we're going to go through 15 through 11. Not a whole lot of difference here, but Dulcet Knox, I did knock down to 14 um, in PPR once again, just because of the peppering that goes on. Um, I had Albert O a little bit higher than you did, because mm-hmm. I know you started off at 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with 13 once again, really because of Russ, your your favorite quarterback I in the whole Russ. wide world. That's not my favorite. Do He's my st- top two or three. Do we yeah. still have that graphic of JC wearing the jersey? Maybe. He's not going to just have it ready to go. I mean, I don't have it ready. But you need to have there. all of our graphics <laughs> this guy just else. ready. This guy. At my command. Just have, like a G- just have like a graphics where it's just like shit talking for all of us. Like, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Shit talking graphic. Shit talking graphics. That's a good file name. I like that. All right. <laughs> so I got Fear the Mooth at 12 uh, just because once again, PPR, he might get a couple Fear more. Fear the Mooth. Is that what people are saying now? Uh, that's what I said. Hashtag, you heard it first, copyright. Fear the move. Fear the move. Fire the move. <laughs> I like it. Full of gems today. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. 
You're welcome, Patrick. Oh, um, God. I, I, thought it again, was, I thought Fear the Fryer would be a lot better. <laughs> fear the Fear the Mooth. Fear the Mooth. Fear the Mooth. All right, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. I liked it. All right. Just not last year's t-shirt. Not last year's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> dong ting. Uh, All right, yeah. we're going to move up to my 10 through my 6. Because I knew that was coming. Uh, Cole Komet. Cole Komet, I'm really, really excited for. Um, I feel like you could draft him in the later rounds, so probably like the fifth round, sixth round. Tenth. Try ninth or tenth. His ADP right now is tenth. Tenth? Yep. Shit. All right, wait till ten. Yep. Um, I just, obviously, I'm a homer for the Bears, so I'm always going to get really excited about him. But, um, yeah, pretty much there, there isn't a huge lot of difference between my standard and my PPR. Um, I just feel like, you know, Cole Komet was 11th for my standard before PPR. I did up him a little bit just because I feel like that offense, which I haven't seen, um, is going to be a little bit more tight end friendly than the previous regime. Um, so for PPR standards, I think he's a good buy right there. Um, far as everyone else, I've already kind of talked about him, So nothing really changes why on the PPR list. We'll go to my one through five. And nothing much has changed. The only thing I did change, though, I put Kittle down at fifth and Waller at fourth. And here is why. Ooh. Because the San Francisco offense, if you remember, Debo Samuels was running a lot out of the backfield. There are actually a lot of running back committee types plays going on there, right? So I really, I think George Kittle is like the break in case of emergency. So I don't see him getting a lot of targets do I feel like that doesn't mean that you shouldn't draft him or if he's available in the earlier rounds that you should pass on him? But I just don't think he's number four for PPR. Well, you landed the plane there. Thank you for getting there. I uh, did. Thank you. So George Kittle is going in the fourth round. His ADP is uh, late fourth, early fifth. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he's right there. I, I love George Kittle. I just think he doesn't stay healthy. Like That's my only knock. Yeah. That's and, it. you know, I feel like he's getting older. But I can't really say that as a reason because Travis Kelsey is like, what, even older than him? And he's so, yeah. like number one. Yeah. So there you go. That's because he's a receiver playing tight end. That's true. That's really why. True, true, true. Yeah. And that will do it for yeah, our not rankings. Bad. Hey, I sped that up. We, you did. That was pretty good. Yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm honestly I'm work- impressed. You're, thank you. Yeah, yeah. About time I get some respect around your boys and girls. Well, we still have a few gems left to go. We still have our sleepers, breakouts, and busts, and your mailbag questions. We'll bring you those after these brief messages. Another guy's almost sure to be a free agent. I don't believe he'll be tagged. DL, who are we talking about? Mike Williams. Yeah, my boy. Your boy. Oh, wait, for that one week. That one week you like Mike Williams. You just shit on me all the time about how I would always pick him. Yeah, because you know what? I saw... That's how Wombat One put together that TikTok, by the way. Beautiful. Yeah. And and I keep re-watching that episode of like you're going off about how great Mike Williams is. He is, and then he got and hurt. And every episode. Man is made of glass, unfortunately. If you're watching week. Mike Williams, the TikTok, I'm sorry. don't lie, man. It's yeah. Yeah, I mean, TikTok. you no you lie. were in love with him and then you hated him he and then hurt. you loved him again. I mean, you got a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing going on hey. with him. He was your dud so for the last hate. six months. Love hate with Mike Williams. Shock we're not he just doesn't duds today. He's but. just gotta get Stay, just honestly, just stay healthy, Mike. That's it. You could be a top eight wide receiver. If he really healthy. could, though. Dude, he's a freak. He really would. I mean, when he was healthy on the Chargers, he was the guy. And it would it would be awesome to see, you know, a 6'4 wide receiver with, you know, Justin Fields. Yeah, and he's like, just he's opposite. Yeah, yeah, opposite of Mooney. I would love to see Woo. him in a Bears uniform. He'd be stay a perfect healthy. compliment for just the Bears. Honestly. Oh, yeah. He'd be perfect because you wouldn't ask him to run long routes. Nope. You know he receiver. can, but you'd ask him to be more of a possession guy. Yep. The only thing is, can he stay healthy? That's the biggest thing. That's it. 
That's why I like Chris Godwin a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although he does have a torn ACL. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Welcome back. It's been a great show so far, but we have a little bit left. Yeah, just a little bit. Our sleepers, breakouts, and busts. DL, you ready? Um, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get started. My sleeper at tight end this year is the one and only Cole Komet. Mine too. Oh, that's your sleeper too? Yeah, seriously, it is. Oh, nice. That's awesome. I just think that he has a chance to really be big for the Bears. They don't really have any weapons. Let's be real. Nope. Like, it's it's only Darnell Mooney, Mooney and yep. Cole Komet. And, and maybe Byron Pringle, but I, I don't know. I have to see it to believe it. I feel like... Uh, What's your favorite saying? Show me, don't tell me. Right? Yeah, show me, don't tell me. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I just think Cole Komet will have the targets. And it's year three. Usually for tight ends, that's when they start to break out. So Yeah. It takes he a little should bit of time. by now. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. My breakout candidate this year... Is Dallas Goddard? Oh, I like that one. I really think I that um, after they traded Ertz away, he you know really broke out onto the scene, and uh, that was from week seven on. He was a top six tight end, so I think he could finish there. My breakout yep. is Kyle Pitts, which I know you guys are all gonna yell at me like, "Oh, wait, go with the obvious," blah blah blah. But I think he continues to have an amazing year because mm-hmm. his rookie year, he did really really well, and now he's got Mariota which is very tight end friendly. So I feel Kyle Pitts is going to have another great season. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Kyle Pitts has a chance to finish as the number one tight end in football? Ooh, that's good. Do you think so? No show, but I'm just asking, do you think he has a chance to do it? Yes, I do. I honestly do because I saw some highlight reels. The dude, like, he's got just the concentration that he has with his hand and the acrobats that he does. I think he's going to get some balls. Some big old balls in that end zone. <laughs> the, our fantasy football bust that tight end. Mine is Dawson Knox. Again, I told you regression to the mean. Yep. He caught a lot of touchdowns yep. last year. I just don't think he'll do it again this year. I think he'll get a lot more Josh Allen run-ins and Mike um, uh, Tingletary uh, touchdowns as well. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll get some Gabe Davis touchdowns. I just don't think it'll be all Dawson Knox. It's going to be Knox. spread. Yeah. yeah. They, just, don't, they don't really... He's a good weapon to have, but it's not one of those like, oh my gosh, he is the guy. Yeah, I think he's more at a four touchdown or five touchdown rate instead of like nine, ten. So, Yeesh. yeah. My bust is Evan Ingram. Um, we kind of already talked about it. The only really great relevance that he has had was his rookie year. Since then, he's digressed. Um, he's been a part of, he was a part of the Giants offense for what, like two years? Um, and in those two years, you didn't really see much of him. He didn't stay healthy. Or when he was healthy, they didn't really utilize him. Now he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I think, once again, they've kind of stacked their team. They have a lot of talent there. I just I, I don't see him doing anything greater or coming back to his rookie year success. Nice. Do you think he finishes outside of the top 15, Evan Ingram? Outside of the top 15? Mm-hmm. I don't think you had him in your top 15 in any of your ranks. No, I didn't. So, yeah. Show bet? Subway sandwich bet? Chipotle bowl bet? I, I can't. Beer bet? No, dude, I've, I've done a plant-based diet now. Oh. So I can't really. Salad bet? Yeah. Portillo's chopped salad bet? No, no, no. no. Let's, go, let's go Mariano's. Super Mariano's. salad. Mariano's. Not Mariano's. I had a Mariano's. Su- okay. I had a super salad yesterday. I had kale. Ooh. Uh, I had quinoa. Ooh. Had, yeah, that sounds like some nuts. Ooh. Some edamame. Ooh. And some cranberries. Ooh. And let me tell you, it was delicious and... It, it was worth it. All right. So, Evan Ingram. <laughs> you said that like a man who was like at gunpoint. It was delicious. <laughs> and he didn't want to do it, but great. He, he's enjoying it as and much as he can. Please don't shoot me. Somebody, somebody's know, got him by the balls. You know, we won't man, say I'm going home and making some hey, balls. Hey, don't get me by the balls, man. Right now. My, 
My doctor got me by the balls. Oh, there okay? you go. It's the doctor. I went to the doctor. It's your doctor. And you got like, handcuffed hey. by the doctor. Your cholesterol is way too high, man. Exactly. Oh, That's exactly oh what happened. Gosh. And they're like, no more steak for you. All right, salad wow. bet then. I got Evan Ingram finishing the top 15. You got him outside the top 15. Outside. Salad bet? 16. Top 16? You're giving me one extra spot? No. I'm saying he's going to be 16. So I'll oh. win my salad. All right. Well, there it is. Somebody write that down in the books. Put it in the show comment. Let us know. Salad bet. Let us know. All right, DL, before we wrap up here, we go to our mailbag. All right, my we favorite part. We got some part. good questions this week. We took two. We got six of them, but we took two. Yeah. All right, our first question this week comes from Joey Moore. Joey Moore asks, do you have a favorite draft spot position? If so, which is it? DL? Okay, um, I do have a f- I mean, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I would prefer if I got third or fourth in the I draft. I love third, yes. Yeah. And the reason why is because first, you're going to get screwed. If you have the first pick, you're going to get the first one off the line, and then you got to wait and watch all oh, the other talent go out the window. Even though you get that like background where you get two picks in a row, uh-uh. So that's bad. The third I like is because if most people do a snake draft, is that you'll go third, and then you'll go, what, sixth, mm-hmm. maybe seventh? So you're right in that middle. And it's easier to position yourself and watch everyone else and get ahead of them because that's what JC likes to do too. All right. Full disclosure, as far as it goes uh, for me, I absolutely hate drafting sixth. Like, I'd rather die or not play fantasy. So I don't want to ever draft sixth. If I draft sixth in your league, I swear to God. I don't touch it. It's random. All right. Uh-huh. It's random, my ass. Anyway, I prefer to draft in... Oh, shoot. I prefer to draft in this order. I prefer to draft number two, three, one... And 12, in that order. Oh, and 12. I actually really like drafting wow. last overall because it just allows me to like really put my team together like really well. The crappy part of drafting 12 is you really have to plan ahead because if you don't mm-hmm. draft a tight end early or if you take two, t- two wide receivers early and you think you're going to land on a good running back, you might not. Like You really have to hope and pray that That's players true. fall to you. Yep. Um, you really can impact a draft, kind of like drafting one overall, similar to that. That is, that's a good point. Yeah. Because it depends on what they, because a lot of times you'll see a run happen. Like as soon as someone switches over to like tight ends or quarterbacks and all of a sudden everyone goes that route. It's crazy. Yeah. Andrew, do you have a favorite draft slot? Uh, I am actually in the same boat with you. I like to go last, if not second to last. Yep. Just because I always feel like sometimes the last position you can get pressured into taking a player maybe a little bit too early. Mm -hmm. So I like to sometimes see what they do and then I kind of judge that. So sometimes even... In those last three spots, I kind of like just because I can get a feel for where everybody's going, what's on the board. Maybe somebody takes somebody that I won't like, or, you know, inevitably somebody will take somebody I do want, and then I'm screwed no matter what. But I like like being at the back end of a snake draft, especially. You like being in the back end. (laughs) You like being in the back end. I do. With my with my kale and my whatever. <laughs> and tofu and your edamame. And noted, noted. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sure put you on the, back the, the bad... Eating rabbit the food. The dead-ass point of the actual... Real quick, I will say, if you guys fight about draft positions and you feel like it really affects your league and you're like, oh, this guy always gets first and this guy always gets last, uh, try an auction draft in one of my favorite leagues that we run, my home league with all my high school friends. We run an auction draft. Everyone gets fake hundred dollars mm-hmm. and everyone just bids on players and it is mayhem so there is no slot no draft slot it's literally it's your turn to nominate a player and then everyone throws money at him so it's a ton a ton it of sounds like a blast it, it is a blast oh i i've been through one auction draft it was mayhem like 
two dudes were actually like wrestling on the floor, like in my in our house, like <laughs> fighting <laughs> fighting over. By the way, this was back when Calvin Johnson was still a player about that time, oh. and they're fight and they were fighting about I think Brandon Pettigrew. Brandon Not, no Pettigrew, joke. tight end no of the joke. Lions. Brandon yeah, Pettigrew. tight end for the Lions. They were fighting about Brandon Pettigrew. <laughs> they got to a twenty, like a fifteen dollar bid on it, and they were fighting on the ground about wow. it. Wow. Brandon That's how serious this stuff wow. can get sometimes. These were two guys, by the way, that were in their 20s at this point. And Keep now that in mind. They're in their 30s. So we that kind of makes sense. I can see myself in 20, old. like. Ready <laughs> so, to yeah, down. it's crazy. But like a Travis Kelsey, like you. I would say that. if we ever do that, we're setting up a camera and filming that because mm. that can get intense. That is a genius idea. It is. I like that idea. All, All right. right. Our next and last question of the show comes from Desplains Pavoni. Desplains Pavone, you Des- back again? He's back. Now oh, he's in Desplains. Okay. Instead of uh, Chicago. Desplains Pavone says, when is a good time to draft Ooh. a QB? This is a great question. Ooh. This is one of those philosophical questions Love up there this. with, you know, who am I and are we alone and when do you draft a QB? They're right there. See, for me, drafting a QB, I usually like to wait till later rounds. So I-, I would say like round six, round seven. Um, because I really want to solidify, you know, my wide receivers and my running backs. However, mm-hmm. if a certain quarterback is in around and is falling to me, like last year I drafted Ky- Kyler Murray, who fell to me, and I was like, I'm grabbing him. He did well for you though. He did the first half, and then yeah. the end wasn't so good. But that would be my only time to actually like reach. I know a lot of people. There's someone in our league that usually always goes for. Patrick Mahomes and then Travis Kelsey, like with the first two picks, which I feel is stupid, but it is what it is. But yeah, to answer your question, I would say the later rounds like sixth to seventh. I wouldn't go too far like tenth round or anything like that. Um, I do know I one year I actually did just a waiver wire where I just grabbed a QB every week. Um, that did work out for a little bit, but then it kind of bit me towards the end of the year. So. Uh, the first overall QB right now being drafted is Josh Allen, and his mm-hmm. average ADP is 31. So he's going in the late second, early third round. Would you draft a quarterback there? Would you draft Josh Allen there? That's my first question. Or would you uh, wait? Second or third? Uh-huh. Or would I'd you wait. wait. I would wait. wait. Okay. Yep. Um, let me give you just another random quarterback, and you kind of tell me how you feel and if you would draft him there. Okay. QB number five is your boy Kyler Murray. He's going okay. 62nd overall. He's 62 in ADP, so he's going in like the late fifth, early sixth. I'd grab him there. Okay, so you, you're, that's kind of where you'd start. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Fifth, fifth is the earliest. Okay. That's a good one. I let like me, that. Let me give you another QB. Okay. Joe, Joey Burrow uh, is QB seven. He's being drafted in, he's going 72. So his average draft position is 72. So he's going in like the late sixth, early seventh. How do you feel about Joe Burrow there? I would call, go later because there's still no timetable of when he's actually coming back okay. and playing. So that's kind of a reach. I take him number one overall. <laughs> oh, of course you Number would. one in our hearts. Hey, I'll tie him too. I love him. I, we drove all the way to Cincinnati to go see him. So, um, all right, let me give you another QB and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um, QB 12 is Matt Stafford at 98. So he's going in like the late eighth, early ninth. Wow. That's yeah. shocking. That okay. is shocking. How do you feel about that? I mean, I would grab him if he's going that late. Absolutely. Okay, not. super last, super last. Uh, ADP 103, Aaron Ayahuasca Rodgers, QB 13 off the board. Would you draft Aaron Rodgers? No, at a, never. Okay. So he's I've never like drafted Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I never want him on my team. He's like the one player, like, you know, when you can edit, like, your actual draft, mm-hmm. he's the one player that I always, like, remove. Because okay. I just, I, I can't... 
I don't want him on my team because I don't want to root for him. And, and I just can't. That's where football and fantasy kind of like come to, to heads because I, I just can't. I can't root for him. Um, and not. When it comes for me, when it comes to you me, had I, last year. I, I did have Aaron Rodgers and he did not play too well for me, but you know, there were different reasons for that. But anyway, I like to draft a quarterback late. Um, I think the difference between the seventh quarterback off the board and the like 12th quarterback off the board is like less than 30 points, hmm, which point. isn't a whole lot. So I like to wait. And then I like to take a second quarterback shortly after that oh, yeah. so that I can kind of like play by ear, see like strength Hotter of schedule. Hand. Yeah. See who's playing well um, and go based off of that. That's kind of what I like to do. Um, and then if my two quarterbacks suck, usually I have a really loaded backfield or a uh, loaded stable, you know, or, you know, good receivers. And then I usually dangle one of those quarterbacks and one of those players and get an elite quarterback. That's kind of just what's worked for me. And that's kind of what I do. I would tell you to wait until at least the seventh round before you draft a quarterback. Absolutely. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, if you draft late, than the sixth round. But if you draft early on, so wait till like the seventh. That's you know what's kind of surprising at. is that Josh Allen is like the number one QB. So everyone's like uh-huh. fading Pat Mahomes. I mean, Josh Allen runs too and scores touchdowns with his legs a lot more. I know, but still like, wow. One, yeah, one, one season makes a big difference. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. Uh, do you have that graphic for us that uh, he emailed over by chance? You're, you're, it's it's the one with the football player on it, correct? Yeah, it's our yes, new graphic. I, I, I do not have it. I can, he I wanted have this it to right. become the new show Here, graphic. Is this the one you're talking about? No. Nope. No, not this one? Nope. No. Okay, hold on. Give me a moment. Yep. While you really? do that, DL, it's been a great show. It has been. It really has been. Um, we're excited oh, to tell oh, you that. Breaking news. Oh, breaking news. My wife just bought Alkaline Trio tickets. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Can't wait for that. Is it on a Friday? I don't know. Find out but what day it is. she bought it. It'll be a terrible way to start the work week, but it'll be an awesome way to end the work week. So. Are you guys talking about the banner one? But the, the logo. I literally said, just emailed it to you. This is going great. All right, hold on. Wow, technology. And he's our executive producer. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's been a fantastic yeah. <laughs> show, DL. Is there any tight ends that you feel really strongly about? Like, where, like if you don't get a tight end, where, like when are you not? Like if I don't get the tight end, like if you don't get up until a certain guy, you're gonna stream. Oh, Oh, wow! I'll tell you mine. If I don't get Goddard, at the very least, up to Goddard, and there it is. Look at this. Amazing! Look at that. Doesn't that look like us? I'm the guy with the glasses. I love this. Yeah, so I love this. I know. (coughs) No, first of all, so let me some complaints. Some complaints. Why is your mustache black, but your side like your like facial hair brown? Because it's a dark brown mustache. Okay. Why is your guy light, like darker skin than mine? I got a tan <laughs> during the summer, bro. Dude, that is ridiculous. Okay. That's, that's just. I love this. This is yeah. awesome. Could you see this as a sticker or like. Yeah, it'll be a sticker. We'll make it a Absolutely. sticker. Absolutely. Yeah. I put this on a shirt. Yeah. I'd wear it as <laughs> a shirt. We'll put it on a shirt. You'd Ooh, wear that shirt? You'd wear I'd it? I'd wear it. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks great. I'd wear that, and if you, whatever you want to call us, I, I don't know what we're going to be anymore. The Wombats. If, no, it, we're not going to be the Wombats anymore. We'll think of a new I name. Don't, I mean, whatever, whatever it is, but stick that on a shirt too, yeah. See? This guy. I, this, dude. You know why he's mad? Dude, look up you know a picture of like, of like Mork and Mindy. It looks like, like, like literally he's mad because he looks too basic in this. Like JC, no, it, it doesn't have I'm enough flair for it him. Looks, you guys it do doesn't look have like enough you were flair. just like made in like Nintendo Wii. And Dude, put you up look on like that. freaking Burt Reynolds. Exactly. Look at you. Exactly. 
And it's I look awesome. like, like, I don't even know what I look like. You look like just an average. Like, yeah. create a player of number four. <laughs> like, I look it looks like, like Clark Kent and Burt Reynolds decided <laughs> to, like, hang out and play football. But, uh, like, yeah. that's what this is. And why does the helmet have spikes on it? Because we are hardcore. Because we don't fuck around. This is the, the what is it? It won't mess you up. Dude, this is ridiculous. This is, this is not the, the Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. For, the, for WWF. Awesome. is. This we is have the opposite no of that. Yeah, what happened? This is the arms? sidewalk warriors. Sidewalk warriors. This is the freaking the desk warriors. Well, I sent you one with arms and you didn't like it, so I got rid of the arms. All right. Anyway. Well, I think it's cool. All right. If you would like to have this logo as a sticker, let us know. Please email us. Yeah, throw, or, throw us an email. If you want it on a sticker, we'll throw it on stickers. We're gonna make some shirts. It's gonna happen. And uh we'll probably make that shirt, honestly. Yeah, I Seriously. think it's awesome. I think I think it'll be a good I idea. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like well, it a lot. Theo, that's it for today's episode. Grr. We're excited as always to let you know that you can find this episode on streaming platforms. You can find it on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. You can find it on you know anything wherever you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. We're literally on every single thing that you could possibly get. I made it happen for you people to make it easy. Because I know, deep down, you're a lazy son of a bitch. Just Shut like up, me. this guy. <laughs> well, remember, shoot any kind of questions that you have to us. Yeah. And DL, if people have questions for us, there's sure. a bunch of different ways they can reach out. Mm -hmm. The first being on Twitter. By tweeting us where? Tweet FFG and or using hashtag AskUsFFG. Fantastic. And if you do have an email question, some people aren't on Twitter and they'd rather send an email, that's totally cool too. If you have an email question, DL, where can you send the email question? Ask us FFG at gmail.com. Finally, if you do want to send over that beautiful voice of yours and you want to call us and send us a voicemail, you can call me directly by calling us where, DL? Area code 708-655-4508. That's it for today's episode. Yeah. Uh, on behalf of DL and on behalf of Andrew, my name's JC. We'll catch you guys on another fantastic episode of The Fantasy Football Guy. Fake football, guys. Dude. I get the